Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Thursday, the 9th day in February of 2023. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through the back half of your week. We're going to start in Russia, where an e-commerce store with tens of thousands of visitors every month has the data of those visitors potentially exposed. Researchers found on the 24th of January a database of over one terabyte of data that included two years worth of sensitive data such as phone numbers, email addresses, uh, addresses of customers, where the deliveries would go, and all this data was sitting out there and exposed. Now, The good news is that this cybersecurity research firm reached out to the company. The company is a Russian uh, both e-commerce and electrical engineering company known as E-Level. Now, E-Level is taking action here, but the problem is that this data also includes username and passwords. And so criminals who may have had access to this data could abuse those accounts. And at a minimum, if they access the data, they could craft very convincing phishing and other messages to include things like hard mail because they have delivery addresses. What you need to know is that if you shopped at E-Level in the last two years, your data was exposed. It could have been accessed by criminals. We cannot confirm that yet. So you may want to watch any accounts associated with E-Level and certainly change that password. We're going to move from E-Level to Pakistan. Pakistan is the victim of a new threat actor. Researchers at the BlackBerry Research and Intelligence team have uncovered what they are calling News Penguin. News Penguin is just a name they gave to this threat actor that is targeting Pakistani entities, specifically those in the maritime area of expertise. Now, Pakistan puts on a maritime expo and conference, which is sponsored and organized by the Ministry of Maritime Affairs and the Pakistani Navy. And the intent of this uh, expo is to jumpstart development in the maritime sector, end quote. Now, this expo is being held uh, tomorrow on the 10th of February through the 12th of February with thousands of attendees and international elements. So it makes sense that this is a prime target for countries or people interested in what Pakistani Navy is doing. And so the BlackBerry Research and Intelligence team uncovered a phishing campaign targeting attendees of this conference with a fish that uh, purports to be and have information about the expo. At the end of the day, users are directed to a Word document which installs what appears to be stealing malware. This doesn't look like criminals trying to make a buck. This appears to be cyber espionage, data collection, people who really want to know what's going on with Pakistan's Navy. And if you're a Navy anywhere or just a big business, you probably have security appliances, firewalls, endpoint protection. And you might use a company known as Sonic Wall. Sonic Wall is a pretty decent vendor. They provide an outstanding array of things from firewalls to endpoint protection, and they do it uh, by delivering uh, great hardware. And one of the problems that Sonic Wall has had is that criminals attack these defensive systems. To make matters worse, Sonic Wall 
is saying that at least one application of their products is broken at the moment. They're describing it as a quote limitation. And this specifically impacts the web content filtering and the web content filtering isn't working, which means that content that should be filtered, dropped or blocked is not being done. And this is specific to Windows 11 versions 22H2. So if you operate SonicWall appliances and you have Windows 11 version 22H2, you might not have noticed, but your web content filtering isn't working. And at the moment, there's no fix. SonicWall says it's currently working on a fix, which will be available with the Capture Client 3.7.7, and they hope to have that available in the next week on the 17th of February. So in the interim, you really need to look at your web content because you might have to do some workarounds, or other tooling or manual review of content to ensure it's safe for your environment and your users. And if you're wondering how the heck does this happen, well, it's because the SonicWall hardware works with uh, Windows, Microsoft's API application programming interface, which is encrypted. There were some changes to that API on the Microsoft side, and SonicWall needs to adjust their platform so that that encrypted data can properly be decrypted without breaking, causing this issue. So again, as vendors, not just in cybersecurity, but in e-commerce or video gaming, seek to improve security, oftentimes we rely on third parties. And when those third parties, in this case Microsoft, make a change, it can impact our product. And we, as the end users of that product, might not understand the complexities behind how it works. In this case, if you use SonicWall, make sure that you don't have Windows 11 22H2 systems. And if you do, uh, get in contact with your vendor for mitigations and what you can do until there's a patch. We're going to end today not on patching, but on community service. There is a man in Australia who was arrested last year and has pled guilty to crimes, including taking advantage of over 92 victims, after this individual gathered data from a breach at an Australian company called Optus. Now, Optus had a breach that disclosed the data of thousands of customers, and a man in Sydney was sentenced to 18 months of community corrective order and 100 hours of community service. Essentially, the uh, individual took the contact information of users of Optus and then decided to contact them and threatened to extort them by releasing, quote, even more data unless those victims gave him 2,000 Australian dollars. And so we see data breaches directly impacting people by criminals who are trying to take advantage of the data that is exposed. And so just like we talked about uh, an e-commerce shop in Russia having uh, data of its customers exposed, in Australia what ended up happening is those customers were extorted by a completely different actor just trying to make $2,000 off each one. Now, interestingly enough, uh, the, this individual contacted 92 specific victims and at $2,000 uh, Australian dollars apiece, you can see that would be a fairly significant amount of money. But unfortunately, the man was caught, was arrested, and is now going to serve time for his crime. 
That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding day. It's going to be great. We will see you bright and early next Monday. So until then, stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the cap goes to a Canadian woman, Juliet Lamore. She's getting a sincere tip of the cap for demonstrating that doing the right thing can sometimes ultimately pay off. Juliet Lamore recently played the jackpot lottery in Canada for the very first time and won $48 million. But what's interesting about this story is that uh, just a little over 13 years ago, uh, in 2010, the then young Juliet emptied her entire piggy bank, donating and helping raise money for the victims of an earthquake that had leveled and devastated the people of Haiti. And so we see full circle how doing the right thing can sometimes generate great karma, and in the case of Juliet, earn her $48 million. So to you, Juliet, for doing the right thing when you're younger and being rewarded a sincere tip of the cap.